You're listening to the two dumb yinzers. Summer break! Whoa, welcome everybody. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to the two dumb yinzers. This is episode 350. 350. 350. Mike, what's Ooh. going on, brother? Oh man, I'm surprised we've made it to the 350. I'm surprised we haven't killed one another sometime <laughs> between one and 350, but here we are. You know, it, it might happen. It's bound to happen at some point. <laughs> I mean, uh, shit, you know. <laughs> oh, yes. I got I just want to touch base uh before we start. Today, 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 episode 50 is going to be the last show before we go on vacation. This will be the first vacation that's been taken here by us. And what the deal is going to be is this. <laughs> We're going to finish up the show today. And then uh, we will still have content on our sites through tomorrow and through Saturday, all the way up till just when the USFL championship game is over. And then after that, the show officially goes on full vacation. So basically, Sunday through Sunday, we will be uh, off. And we'll be picking back up on July 10th, Monday, July 10th, the uh, regular time. We'll be back at it full speed ahead um, via the show, via the content, everything else that comes along with it. So from Sunday to Sunday... The two dumb Yinzers will probably be at the Outer Banks or somewhere like this that the Yinzers tend to travel to and, and, and vacate at. But uh, we do, Mike, we have a show. We have a show. We have a before show. We do, before we take vacation, Mike, Mike's already got his pants off. I, I don't know if anybody knows this, but he has already got his pants off on his way to vacation. I got my sleepy pants on. I got my comfy pants on. Okay. And I didn't go full pantsless. He is, he is highly anticipating this vacation. Derpy, I don't know where Derpy is. He's missing in action. I'm guessing with, for Derpy, he's probably up there trying his new furry costume on because it is furry <laughs> weekend up in Pittsburgh. Or he maybe he died by the uh, by way of um, air air pollution. He he probably could have. Uh, you know, it's, it's my God. He's in he's in Ohio. I'm in Ohio. In this area in Ohio and in Western PA. Oh my Lord! I'm driving to work, I'm like, is this fog? I'm like. Nope, that 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 that's some smoke. It smells like you know what it smells like to me. It smells like that, um, like PVC glue. Mm -hmm. If you were doing plumbing, and the and the glue that you put on the the pipes before you put the elbow yeah. on, it smells like that to me. It smells like PVC glue, that adhesive. Yeah, it's um it's something. It's something special. <laughs> you know, it gets me. Got the smoke coming all the way from Canada, apparently. Going to New York City, but when the train exploded in Ohio, you know, if you lived outside of like five miles, they're like, "Oh, you're okay. It won't travel." Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, this is just fire smoke. Apparently, you know, it's <laughs> it's a little bit better for you than like hazardous materials. Yeah. My whole thing is, why in these Canadian wildfires, you know, grab a bunch of weed, throw it down, let that come down here, and let it chill America out. We yeah. need to chill out. So just throw some weed down there, Canada. Okay. Something to cover up that plastic smell. What is that? It smells like like I don't know. Burning but diapers up there. Like I'm like I'm breathing this stuff in, and I'm like I, I'm getting cigarette cravings, and I stopped smoking like well, five I, years I was, ago. I was getting like, nauseated yesterday. I was I'm like, I need driving. a cigarette now because all this it, it just keeps hitting me. I'm like, 
my lungs used to be filled with smoke and now they're they're missing it apparently i don't like it i, I got nauseated i almost i got a, a i about a half hour yesterday i drove and i, I went somewhere and i came back and when i came back i i felt nauseated it was um it was nauseating yeah it's, it's it was nasty um my do do start us off with some um I mean, between the Riley Smith trade and the yes. uh, the draft, do start us off with your uh, take on the Pittsburgh Penguins, the state of the Penguins this morning, would you? Um, I'm kind of excited. I, I The Riley Smith trade, I kind of like. Yeah, he's older. Yeah, he's 32. But he still has, what, two years left on his contract this year and next year coming up at five mil per year for the annual average value. So that's that's actually kind of cheap. Getting someone that's a, more or less going to score you 20 goals a year. I have a stats up right here. It, like 26 goals last year, 16 the year before, 14 the year before, 27 the year before that, 19, 22. Those are all the years that he was in Vegas. So he's going to score you. You're going to get close to 20 goals from him. He Every year he's scoring, oh, my God, oh, like shorthanded goals every year that he's been with Vegas. You know, last year he had four shorthanded goals, four game-winning goals. Yeah, you know, good player. Um, this, what this line is good. did he ride with, Mike, when, in Vegas? What line was he on? I'm not sure. I know okay. here they're 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 looking at him as a top six forward. Okay, but someone who can play left side and the right. They like him there. I this is someone too that I've been everything that I read just to make sure I remember everything correctly. He can play anywhere in the lineup. Either okay. wing, top six, bottom six. You put him in. Plug the question and play is, him. can he play goalie? <laughs> that, that is the question. That, you know. Yeah. But no, I, I, I like this move. Uh, he's always been a good. He's a good player, man. Good player. Ever since he became a full time starter in uh, 2013, 2014, his lowest goal total was 13. Okay. Uh, he's consistently. We need goals, man. Yeah, he, he's consistently or close to the get. Uh, you know, close to a 20 goal score, and that, that's a still a good mark to reach in the NHL. 20 goal plateau, that's good. You're putting up numbers. Point totals, he's going to get you, you know, 50, 60 points a year. That's not bad for someone who's not Sidney Crosby, not a Getty Malkin, Connor McDavid. You know, he's the guy. This is the guy you need. He's a good depth player, someone who can play left, right, up and down the lineup. It's a good pick. Yeah. Like I said, he's old, you know, old, you know, coming to a team that's already old. But I think right now they're probably worried they might not be able to extend Jason Zucker. So this right here, get someone who's still under contract, who you're not going to have to pay big money to on the free agent market. If you lose Zucker, okay, we have someone that we can plug and play right away. So yep. I like it. It's a good move. Everything I've read saying is pointing to that this is actually a smart move. It makes sense. It's not like Grandling coming in not being able to score. This guy yeah. scores. We got the tracker. He scores. The shooting percentage isn't bad. He averages his average shooting percentage for our score is twelve percent. Last year he was four, almost about fourteen and a half. That's a pretty good shooting percentage. Fourteen and a half percent. And of what we had to give up in. for him was this worth it? Uh, uh, third uh, round pick. Third round pick next year's draft. Next year, yeah, we gave up a second this year to get Grandland, who's done nothing. Yeah, who who can't score? So we get you know gave up a later round pick for a guy who can score consistently. We see, I I like it. I like so it. we like this move. I like this move. This is someone he can you know he can play on the power or play on the penalty kills, that's a plus too. Um, the other part of this is the, uh, we have the 14th pick mm-hmm. in day one of the NHL mm-hmm. draft. Uh, there was no surprise at number one, of course, Chicago got their man, but the, um, 
the Pittsburgh Penguins in yes. 14. Get this Braden Yeager. Do we know anything about Braden Yeager? Um, just, you know, only there's like a handful of people that are hockey draft prospect experts. And yeah, I'm not one of them. But what I've read from the people who are experts is this kid has a nasty shot. Okay. Highlights I've seen, it is a nasty shot, a nasty release. He's not afraid to shoot. Um, plays center. He's been working on his uh, defensive game to become a complete player. He models his game after Sidney Crosby. He said that. He's like, I model the way I play after Sidney Crosby. But, you know, in this draft, a lot of people have said, you know, yeah. that's how you know you've been in the league a long time. You put an impact. People are modeling your game right. after him. Um, you know, he's a little, you know, like, undersized six foot 166 pounds but you know he'll fill out he'll bulk up yeah so he'll be fine there um his skating is above average nothing elite nothing he's not gonna be like crosby or malkin in prime or connor mcdavid blow people away but good hockey sense he's becoming more defensive responsible he could be played two ways which you know in the nhl now if you don't have any defensive skills good luck you know unless you're phil right. kessel people aren't gonna you know you got to be able to score a lot like Kessel and Ovechkin to have defensive lapses. But what I read is like, you know, he's not a puck watcher. He will, he will track his man through the zone all, you know, through the neutral zone, through the defensive zone. And like I said, man, nasty shot. And what they, what they Penguins said, they, um, they like how every year his assist total doubled. So, and that was another thing that they said, like I read in scouting reports is he's not the, the flashiest passer. He's not going to be creative with his passes. He's going to take what's given to him. So let me ask you this. So, so, so day one of the draft, mm -hmm. we get this kid. He sounds pretty good. At number 14, we pick up Riley Smith, the forward from the, uh, the golden Knights, of course, who mm -hmm. just won the Stanley cup, which is always a good thing. What, what do you, what do you grade yesterday overall? It's just as far as the Penguins organization. It was, do you give it a passing grade then I guess? I give it a passing grade. Yeah, you you're getting someone in Riley Smith who's going to be here immediately. And you know, in the NHL, even though you were a first round draft pick, unless you're like one of the top five guys, it's going to take you a few years to get to the NHL. Right. So I, he's probably going to be like 21 by the time he gets here. So but like As three we years, said, he a, he'll be here. He won't be. You know, Crosby, Malcolm, Lantang might be done by that point. Right. And, you know, the window for these guys to like have a serious run for a championship is closed. Let, as we said about a week ago, but they can still be a competitive team that might, if they get hot, can make a run for it. Hockey so. isn't quite like uh, you know, like football when it comes to draft time. You, yep. you know, you'll, you'll you'll see these guys when they're good mm -hmm. and ready. Yeah, uh, I just want to turn your attention to the board real quick, Mike. This is Rob, our longtime caller of the show. Uh, I, I notice he's making jokes about somebody on the show that looks like uh, Santa Claus. I don't know who he's talking about, but. Um, Feel free to feel free to comment back to Rob when you get a chance. How you doing, brother? Long time no see. What up, Rob? My goodness, blast yes. past. Been a bit a minute. Um. <laughs> yes, yes. So here we are, guys. Pittsburgh Penguins looking good. Things are going our way. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins season is right around the corner. We just released a schedule on our sites the other day. It is readily available for you to check out there as long as, um, you know, wherever else Pittsburgh Penguin schedules might be available. Uh, do I do, Mike, I do want to talk a little bit about this Pittsburgh Pirates team. The Pirates have won a series. Yes, that's right. The Pittsburgh Pirates have won a series. 
They've already won two games to none over the San Diego Padres, who they play game three today in about a half hour from now, 1235. They will kick mm-hmm. off uh, game three of this three-game set before they before they uh, welcome the Milwaukee Brewers to town tomorrow. Mike, we could have uh, – listen, uh, l- l- let, me, let me give you the standings, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> the Reds are in first place. Milwaukee Brewers are a half game out. The Cubs fell to four and a half out. We're five games. We're only a half game behind the Cubbies, and then the Cardinals dropped the game to nine. So we have one more game against the Padres, who we mm-hmm. we just been manhandling. I, we were called nine to four two days ago, mm-hmm. and seven to one yesterday. If we could pull this sweep, and these are big ifs. Yeah, but if we could pull this sweep and then end out, you know, we we got Milwaukee coming to town tomorrow. We got swept by them in Milwaukee, but I you, you like to think that that won't happen here in Pittsburgh. It's totally possible that it will happen here, but we, we hope it, it's not going to happen here. So if the, if the Pirates could finish this sweep off, if they could beat San Diego today and have a little bit of luck possibly at home over the weekend against the Brewers, again, five games out if you're playing decent ball isn't a lot. Yeah. If, if you're playing the baseball that the Pirates played in May, and a little bit through this month, it, it could be worrisome. But maybe, just maybe, this series, uh, you know, coming back and winning, winning a couple of games can be encouraging to the team and maybe come out and perform a little bit better. And the one thing that I do think that we have going on in our favor, Mike, is we have the young guns. We have this yes. team of young guns. Listen, the starters aren't hitting. Uh, Castro had, didn't have a hit. Uh, Hedges didn't have a hit. But let me tell you who had hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, Davis. Davis had two. He went two for four. Yep. Okay. Henry Davis went two for four with one run and two RBIs. Gonzalez went one for three with a run. And Trioli, uh, Jared Trioli, who we just called up yesterday to take the place of uh, Cabrian Hayes, who went on the 10-day IL. Oh, wow, I didn't re- see that. Whoa, it's retro man. back to 25, to the 25th of May. Okay. So we've got a couple days cut off yeah. before us. Yeah. But yes, uh, Hayes is sitting down for a few days. So they called Jared Triolo. Jared Triolo comes up yesterday, plays an amazing game at third base. His kid's glove didn't skip a beat. Yeah, you know, Kibaran Hayes has one of the best gloves in the league. Oh, but yeah. you know what? Triolo did not skip a beat. He came in, made great plays. He made a great play to finish out the game. It was a shot down the line. He did a backhand, turned around, fired across the infield, and he brought a hit to the table. Again, this is something that our starters, as, uh, for example, Castro and Hedges and these other guys aren't doing Mike, these three young guns, they came out. Um, Jamon Choi, Jamon Choi had his rehab start down in Altoona, which means he's going to be coming back soon. So you like get it. him back in the lineup. And, and you know, it's not going to be long till you could possibly get your, your O'Neill Cruz back. Maybe, you know, another six weeks or so, give or take. But, if you know, listen, as I said, five games is not a far way out of first place if you're playing decent ball, if you're mm-hmm. a decent ball team. And in this division, that's not that far at all because yeah. you could see this division with the exception of the Cardinals. Every, I think everybody's been in first place so far. So, I, yeah, you're right. Yeah, everyone has shared first place. They, they really have. So here's what I'm saying. Get this sweep today. This, this game starts in uh, 32 minutes. It's a, uh, it's, it's a matchup between, get this, Luis Ortiz. He's coming in with a 2-3, and three, a 3.74 ERA and 31 Ks. But his um, his counterpart, Joe Musgrove, you might recognize his name, yeah, because he was a pirate. Joe Musgrove down in uh, Musgrove in San Diego's got a six and two record, a three point eight eight ERA, and fifty five Ks on the season. 
But uh, you know what? He's totally beatable. He's totally beatable. This this San Diego team is totally beatable. They are. They're, you know, Pittsburgh got lucky. You know, we got lucky. We're playing a team that's like at our level. I, I've said that before. You know, there's, you know, the tiers of the teams, man. You know, we're not an upper echelon team. We're that middle bottom middle of the pack and that's where our division is and you know if we can just do enough against our division rivals and other teams <laughs> yes buddy siren head one second and you know do well against you know teams from outside our division that are our level we might just do enough to sneak into a wild card or, or division or, or win the uh division it would be it, easier to win scary. our division i think I it imagine the wild card teams are probably gonna have a better record yeah. than our division leader is but we'll take it we'll take it uh, a couple other notes. Mike Mitch Keller pitched uh, pitched another damn he good game yesterday. Really good game. <laughs> As he moves his record to nine and three, with looks like two more starts before the All Star break. There's a great chance that Mitch Keller can be going to Seattle for this All Star game. He pitched six innings yesterday, gave up four hits, one earned run, two walks, five Ks. Moves his record again as to uh, to nine and three, by far the best record on this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you know what? The team, the team backed them up as far as hitting as well. Again, we mentioned Gonzalez, Triola, Davis, um, Santana, Andrew McCutcheon. Like he's uh, tied for he's tied. You know, there's first, second. He's tied fourth in wins in the MLB. Uh, yeah, you know, so not bad. So he really should be going into that All Star game. I think he's our best bet to have the, uh, as the representative. And you know what I'm saying? If you, you take X amount of pitchers, he has to be because, you know, he, he's the fourth best pitcher in the National League. You know, it would be, it would be weird if he didn't get picked. Actually, he's um, one, yeah, yeah, he's fourth. Yeah, the fourth best for wins. Yeah, he's he's in damn good year. Damn good year. Here's one for you. Jack Sawinski, who didn't get a hit last night. So let me, get, let me give you the scoop on this, on this uh, story. Jack Sawinski's last four hits – Dating back to June 11th, are all home runs. <laughs> of course, that's, uh, that's impressive, actually. Um, and, and here's the thing: I don't, I don't want to call him too much uh, anything else because not uh, he didn't only go over two yesterday, but he did have two walks. He got walked twice, and he also scored a run. So it wasn't like he wasn't productive. Yeah. But yes, his last four hits going back to June 11th have all been home runs. So. You know, if there's any question on which guy the home run hitter on this team is, it's the guy with 16 home runs. Um, you know, and like I said, we got 10 games. We got about 10 games left till the All Star break. You know, can he get close to 20? And if he could get close to 20, what's that gonna, uh, you know, what, what's that gonna shake out as at the end of the year? Yeah. You know, you gotta like what Jack does. Jack is what Jack mm-hmm. is. Jack he- is. The modern day Pedro Alvarez. He is. He is. You know what? And I, I'm okay with that. I you am know? too. Especially when you don't have a much, lot of other things going we, on. Yeah, we don't have a lot of other things going on. We need a power hitter, and you know, best we can do right now. You know, when you're balling on a budget, you got to do what you got to do. Yes, for sure. You know, we're we're not going to get our power hitters not going to be hitting like you know three hundred. <laughs> you know, he, he yeah. is what he is at this point. Uh, the Pirates are thirty-seven and forty-two. Padres dropped to 37 and 43. So we are now <laughs> a half game better than the Padres. We came Let's into go. this thing a game and a half behind them. So hey, we're, we're gaining ground. We're making our way. Making our way downtown. Um, 
So again, this game starts 12:35. And another thing I did want to point out before we skip out of hockey is the day two of the draft already started. It started about 11 o'clock this morning. So if you want to follow that, uh, the draft did start this morning. Yeah, Penguins, we don't pick until the third round because our second round pick this year is Marcus Granlund. Granlund, yeah. It's a rough one. That's a rough one. Uh, Look, though, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Kyle Dubas tries to make some trades. Stuff I've read that it was like, you know, the easiest way now to add talent is through trades because people are locking up these young players once their first contract's done, they're signing them to longer-term deals. And it's cheaper to make trades than it is to sign off the off the free agent market. Got to go with the flow of the league. Ha- for salary cap, he was. they were saying like for ca- salary cap purposes, it's going to be cheaper to make trades. Now that's going to be the new thing is you got to go with the flow trade. of the league. What yeah. works? See what the pirate or the Steelers did in the seventies wasn't working in twenty twenty two. Yeah, you, and you, you have to, to you know you got to find yeah. figure out what the league is doing, what's yeah. working, what teams are showing up in the Super Bowl, and and, and kind of mimicking what it is that they do. I, you yeah. know, it's it is what it is. It's going to be. Uh, I'm so excited for the for new leadership with the Penguins, especially after what we had before. You know, with a. Uh, Hextall being afraid to make moves. I, I want to see what Dubas does. If what he makes nightmare. moves and they don't work out, that's fine. You know, you're trying. You're trying something. What a nightmare the Hextall era was. That was. Nobody's going to miss that, that, that period no, of time. No, I, I I miss the Craig Patrick era, the height of the Craig Patrick era, and the height of the Jim Rutherford era. Because you never know what was going to happen. Like, Jim Rutherford, was, oh, that was fun. Jim Rutherford, I'm going to make a trade. Oh, it didn't work out. Okay, I'm gonna make. Th- I'm gonna trade this guy that we just traded for in three yeah. weeks because it's not working out. I loved it. Was a fan of Rutherford for sure. Also, Mike, the big mystery. What What is the big mystery? Um, over on the Steelers, I know. Uh, Twitter over on their. Uh, this is what comes up yesterday. They think I'm hiding in the shadows, but I am the shadows. And it's a cryptic um, post. Mm-hmm. People are speculating, is it an alternative uniform? Is it an alternate helmet? Is it block letters? Is it um, uh, the, the rogue uniforms from the Batman movie? Because it has a Batman feel to it. It does. It does. What, what, what do you make of this, Mike, this mystery that's been put out there by the Pittsburgh Steelers? I'm going with what one commenter said. Mm-hmm. The Steelers are signing Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck, I w- I would be cool with that. <laughs> um, uh, I saw some people speculate that it's oh JJ Watt is being signed. Well, that's you know not going to happen. He just I announced that he's going to be working with CBS. Yeah. So I I think it might be a jersey, a new jer- New Jersey that they will be wearing this year, and I hope it is the Bumblebee ones, the worst uniforms I've ever seen in my life. The Bumblebees, I want them to wear the Bumblebees. Well, everybody's gone back to a yellow jersey. You know, I think the Penguins went back to their yellow jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pirates with the yellow jersey. And, and then just maybe, just maybe the Steelers might go back to a Bumblebee or something with more yellow in it. Yeah, I, I just, you know, for one game, bring out the old Bumblebee striped ones that were hideous that I loved. I, I loved them. them they were so yeah. bad that I loved them. I, I want more of them. But I, I think it might be a jersey. Um, Again, the, 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 the clues, though. Or Big Ben's coming out of retirement, baby. They think I'm hiding in the shadow. Who, who thinks they're hiding in the shadows? This is so hard to figure out. They think that I'm hiding in the shadows. Apparently, we do. Came, came Hayward's playoff ability? Yeah. 
they think I'm hiding in the shadows, but I am the shadows. Maybe it's a gray, like a like a. It was I pretty, don't know. Is where a gray monotone. Yeah, I. It's something. It better. It better not. If it's something stupid, I'm not going to be so disappointed. I know. Maybe Omar. Maybe this is their way of announcing there's going to be another major signing. It's Omar Khan just lurking in the shadows, picking people up off the streets. I mean, that was one of my first things. I thought. I thought maybe it's going to be maybe somehow he landed. Or... He landed uh, like uh, he's going to sign DeAndre Hopkins and Delvin Cook to veteran minimum contract somehow. <laughs> <laughs> no, really pissed that Jets team off. Right, and like I'm surprised I haven't seen. I haven't read that the way some of the, some of the. Our fellow Steeler fans on Twitter get a little excitable. I'm surprised that wasn't thrown out there. Yeah, I'm start. I'm starting to t- come around on Steelers Twitter. Are you? Not really, but I'm trying to. I'm trying to put on a brave face. Because yeah. I, w- I wish I had their level of excitement and exuberance about. You got to kind of force yourself sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, but I, then sometimes I'm like like. Because some of the things that they say are totally illogical, but I remember I used to be the guy saying that. You're right. And now I can't go back to that guy, but I wish I could. Because it's fun. It's fun. Sports supposed to be fun, and I become too too cynical. I'm just thinking to myself, if them two guys end up on the Jets, we might have some problems. Yeah. Why? Because they, I know Delvin Cook kind of wants to swing it to where, hey, you know, let's go. Yeah. I I, I did see a tweet. I think it's from, uh, I forget who it was. It might have been Will Compton. He's a. He played football. He's like the forever yeah. free agent guy. He he, I think it was him. He tweeted up the list of all, or he retweeted a tweet, retweeted a tweet of all the available free agents. And it was a pretty damn good team of everyone that's out there. And he was yeah. like, maybe how about we just expand and have all the free agents who aren't signed, they just join this team. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and that caused me to think like. My God, I could see the NFL expanding to 34 teams. Yeah. Well, hey, we see. That would be wild. You know, they could do it. People will go and watch. We, you know, the XFL and the USFL prove that people will show up. Speaking of UF, USFL, USFL, Mike, we got the championship game between the Pittsburgh Maulers and the Birmingham Stallions just over two days away. Eight o'clock this evening will be 48 hours. The countdown is on. Uh, the only matchup that these two teams had against one another was back in week four, week four mm-hmm. of the season. <laughs> the Stallions come up to, Ohio, to Canton. They win the game 24 to 20. The, uh, the Maulers, the Maulers, they, they want their revenge. And guess what? You got it. You have it. You oh. have it coming in the way of the USFL championship. So not only do you beat these guys, the, the revenge is sweet because uh, you you even the score. Mm-hmm. But they if you win trophy. this game, you are the champion. You are the champion of the USFL. There's only been so many champions of the USFL. So if this league ever becomes, you know, big or does anything or, you know, becomes something bigger than it is, mm-hmm. your name will always be there just like the New York Jets was back in the beginning. So no matter what, <laughs> you could always look back at the Jets and say, you know what, if we stink every year after we win <laughs> – People we got this going for Jets winning that that third yes. Super Bowl. So that that would be wild. I I hope they I hope they're able to pull it off. That'd be great. Yeah. Maybe maybe Boogie Roberts needs to um predict a a victory like Joe Namath did oh, back God. in '69. No no. See that will backfire on us. Yeah, we can't do. That. We we can't do that. We can't guarantee victory. God, because that offense is scary that we're going against. 
Yes. McGooey's tough. It's going to be a good game. But you know what? This team is beatable. They've lost. And again, we only lost by four points to them. Yep. We're not that bad of a squad ourselves. We have the number one defense in the league. And of course, the Birmingham Stangs have the number one offense in the league. So somehow neutralize that and, uh, and, and figure out a way to put points on the board. We, we might be all right. Might, should be a good game. You would think that the USFL would want a good game. So if anything, maybe they'll uh, give a call down to the referees a couple times during the game and uh, let's make this happen, guys. <laughs> but make the calls. Anything, yeah. anything to get us a championship. Lie, cheat, steal, win, baby. And you know, the thing is about football, there's a hole on every play. There's uh, grabbing oh. on every play by DBs. You know, it just, it just depends uh, on when the referees want to yeah. call it. Exactly. Exactly. You know. Or players uh, are known. Oh, like, oh, we know he does this every play. We're not going to flag right. him for it. I, I love that logic. Yeah. Too. It makes me laugh. It's totally. It's except because he's the uh, ACC, SEC challenge this year, Mike. The ACC in college hoops is playing the SEC in November. The Pitt Panthers, I think, it's going to be for the first time ever, is playing Missouri. Missouri. Wow. And if you would go down through the list, I, I believe I had put it up yesterday. I saw it. It has yeah. all the ACC teams that, and all the SEC teams that they're playing. This is something new, something that they're doing. It's, it's, it's a kind of exciting thing because it gives you a chance to see some of these SEC teams I, that you yeah. don't ever see. And I also saw, I thought this is what you're going to mention. I, it must have been someone else's Twitter. I saw they posted like it was like the college, best college atmospheres for basketball. Like Mizzou and Pitt were like four and five. Yeah, I did see that. They were yeah. right ahead of us. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this is going to be going to be a good one. You know, yeah. It's going to be so, good atmosphere. Two teams, you know, hopefully they, they all play at what, like one neutral site for these classics. Uh, I'm not even sure, man. I can't, I don't know how they work, but you know what? I'll, I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, you know, the fans are going to show up. They're going to be wild and crazy. It's going to be a good atmosphere. I just want to see who can be crazier. For, it's good for uh, college basketball to bring these two conferences together. Yeah. But you know what? I think it's really good for Pitt too, because they have a lot of good things going on lately. Yeah. So uh, keep the good stuff coming. And I, I saw real quick. I is like, they had like the lit rankings, like the top 50 athletic departments. I believe both Pitt and Penn state were on them. Nice. Well, yeah, I know Penn State was. Uh, Penn State was re- pretty high, but I think Pitt should be on there too. They're they're especially with their AD. She's really turned it. that that um, whole athletic department around. And finally, USA Soccer wins Mike six nothing. Over six Saint nothing, Kitts, baby. Well, yeah. Who, who is this? What is this team? Some anyway? little some little island, Saint Kitts, baby. Saint Kitts and Nevis. Yeah, two Saint two Kitts little and... islands. We we got dominated six nil. Six uh, nil. So there yeah. you go. Who's it? Um, we had a guy score a hat trick. Was it uh Jesus Alvarez? Jesus Alvarez, yes, it was. Oh, yes. And also I quickly we do... read the article. I was like, I'll remember that name. And I will have it up on our sites as well. Again, the uh the Riverhounds also play Saturday night. But uh, you know what? It's gonna be it's gonna be a hard struggle to find out figure out what you want to do. Yeah, you want to head down to Highmark Stadium and watch the uh red hot Riverhounds play, or are you gonna uh you know either head up to Ohio or catch it on tv but we have the usfl championship again saturday eight o'clock why don't you tell everybody about the website two dumb head on over there for all your needs we have more links than just what's listed here i think <clears throat> especially the merchandise store you can buy your bob nothing merch every time i start pimping it out the bucko start winning so i'm going to keep pimping it out so they win some more buy your bob nothing merch to let them the pirates owner know that you think he is nothing 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 uh, Mike, I got what I'm gonna do today. I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna switch it up. 
we're going to do a Pittsburgh Penguins trivia. Mm, Penguins trivia. Boys, oh, yeah. Because, of course, we had the, the Penguins had a good day yesterday. I, I give the day an A. I, yeah. I give yesterday an A. I think what yeah. they did yesterday was good stuff. So I'm going to give Mike a Pittsburgh Penguins trivia. I'm ready for it, boys. Derpy's missing in action, so... Uh, he doesn't get the opportunity to, to, to try today. So here we go. I'll give you the question. I'll break. If you want uh, choices when I come back, then you could absolutely have them. Are you okay. ready? I am ready. Here we go. Which penguin was which penguin was the NHL scoring champion four years in a row? Which penguin was the NHL scoring champion four years in a row? Go ahead and think that over. And while he does that, we are live, everybody, for seven days out of the week, every day. This is our summer schedule. Now, the big catch is this. We do go on vacation. We're taking a one-week break. Uh, today is going to be the last live show. Tomorrow and Saturday, there's still going to be content up on our social media sites. But from Sunday to Sunday, we will be off. The show will not be available from Sunday to Sunday this coming week, but we'll be back um, Monday, July 10th, July 10th at our regular time. So keep that in mind. We will still be present over the next couple of days. But again, from Sunday to Sunday, the show will be down and we'll be back the following Monday, which is the 10th at uh, 1130 a.m. And usually, as usual, the show today will be uploaded at 8 o'clock in the evening, as it is every day podcast form over on Spotify. So if you want to check that out. Also, I do want to say this. While we are on our break, feel free to go and check out Spotify. We have all 350 plus episodes and things and um, all kind of stuff over there you could check out. You could come back here on YouTube, go through everything. Everything we have is uh, is available. You could keep yourself occupied and, and, and watch some of these. We got some really good stuff from early on. Go back and check that out. But uh, we will be back. We'll be back doing this. What we're doing right now on Monday, July 10th. All right, Mike. So the question of the day was this. Which Penguin was the NHL scoring champion four years in a row? Do you want choices? Um. No, no, no. All right, you want to get you want to hear who the choices were? Yeah, let me hear the choices. Crosby, Malkin, Lemieux, and Yager. <laughs> right, the four guys <laughs> that you would go with. Yeah. All right, want to give it a go? Yeah. Uh man, this is actually it's a pretty good one because you got to remember Lemieux had to go up against Gretzky, Yager had to go up against some pretty good players as well. So did Crosby and Malkin. They had to go some pretty. Pretty good players as well, but I'm going to go with Mario Lemieux. Mario Lemieux. Because when in doubt, answer? when in doubt with the Pittsburgh Penguins, you go with Lemieux. I, I couldn't agree more. I think that's a good a good approach to take. I'm going to lock you in on Mario. What's be Yager? There we go. All right. We are, uh, we are. Locked in on Mario. Which Penguin was the NHL scoring champion four years in a row? Mike says Mario Lemieux. The answer is Yammer Yager. Yammer Yager did it four years in a row. Motherfucker. <laughs> I yes. did not say what should be Yager. <laughs> so you did know. You, you knew, I, I you did. It was like, inside. yeah, it's like, you know, it, had, it was a toss up between those two. 
So there you have it, everybody. Again, we are, uh, this will be the last show until next Monday, the 10th of July. And we'll be back at our usual time, as we said. Yeah. This is episode 350. It's, 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 a, uh, it's, a, it's a stepping stone, a monumental mm-hmm. show, Mike, 350, huh? It is a huge, huge, huge milestone. Huge milestone. Too bad Derpy isn't here to celebrate it with us. I, I don't know what he's doing, but again, I, I'm sure he's probably suiting up for his, his uh, flurry, flurry weekend before he heads on his the vacation. Furries, so. baby. <laughs> Mike, do you have anything to say? Any, any, any words of wisdom? I do, I, I do, I do, I do. To manifest people, out to the world before I didn't, we take I just our want break. To say, people, people complaining that you know the Penguins actually used the first round draft pick, didn't trade to help Crosby and Malkin and Latang. The, the window's closed, and you do at some point have to start thinking about the future. And you know, these are the same people that complained that the Steelers didn't plan for the future when they had Big Ben at the end. You know, they waited until he retired to have a replacement, you know, the Penguins are doing what you said the Steelers should do. And you're complaining about it. It makes no sense to me. You have to plan for the future. And also at the same time, you can still, you can still try and win now and plan for the future at the same time. That's what Kyle Dubas is doing. We like the new boss so far. I like it so far. Like I like the new so boss, new boss. I like, I like the new boss. Uh, so again, everybody, we will be again. There will be, Content through Saturday night, all the way through the championship oh, the game. Way. Saturday night, USFL, Maulers, Stallions. Don't forget to check this out. Big stuff. We have a chance for the black and gold to bring home some hardware. Mike, my word is this. There's only 73 days. 73 days, and I'm going to say Justin Strelzik on that until the kickoff mm. of the NFL season between the Steelers and the 49ers. I like it. Uh, when we come back from break, it's going to be right around Dermoni Dawson. Dirt and boy, Dawson, is that going to be getting that's that's going to be getting down there, man. That's that's Jeez. what two months. Wow. So there you have it, everybody. Uh, again, I'll be seeing you here over the the, the um, social media sites over the next couple of days. But for Mike, myself, Derpy, the two dumb users, enjoy this next week. Stay safe. For heaven's sakes, uh, stay out of the the smog. I don't I don't know what's blowing down from Canada. Whatever it is, they're trying to kill us down here. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> everybody have a wonderful, wonderful week. And from here at the Two Dumb Yinzers, um, we miss you. We'll see you soon. Have a great one, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. <laughs> oh, no 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 no. <laughs> oh. <laughs>